What about now? Can we hear both of us? Uh, yeah, I can hear me and you. Right, okay. So, you were saying a minute ago about how it's nice to be doing this on a Monday. Say it again. again. It's nice to be doing this on a Monday again. Yeah, we're in the studio. It's nice. No, you, well done trying to prompt me to say something there. That was brilliant. <laughs> like, I can remember something I've said five minutes ago. I had a conversation with my doctor's surgery. It's confusing. Okay. Um, let's start from scratch again. Fucking questioning me like I'm selling pills or something. If I was going to sell anything, it'd be the metazapine. I haven't asked for any of them. I don't... Those are all just made-up words. Yeah. They don't mean anything to me. I kept... I, I thought... That I heard you say a couple of them, and I thought, is that is that what we give our dog? What, metformin? No, our dog's actually on... She's on gabapentin. Okay. And hydrotritrochloride. Uh-huh. Some uh, phenylalanine for her uh, arthritis. Right. Uh, there's a little bit of tripsocycline. Oh wow! For her um, cycling. Yeah. So that she can cycle in three directions at yeah. once. Tripsocycline. Yeah, meaning three yeah. directions. Yeah. Uh, there's a oh god, what is it? Maca. Macabees. Macal. Macalan. Big Mac. Macallan language. Macallan. It's something. It. She barked in a. She barked in a northern accent. Right. Okay. And it's to deal with that. Okay. Because uh, frankly, none of us can understand what she's on about. And. Um, <laughs> Wolf your bastards. So do you want to do a? Do you want to make this a short one? We can make this a short one. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. We fucking make it a short one. Fucking. Do, 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 do. No, that's a different theme tune. That's a very old theme tune. You missed it. What's our theme tune like on this? It makes it sound a little bit like we're on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Blunk. Yeah, my life makes me feel like I'm a little bit in, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So it, it's been a while. Been a while. I think what happened was uh, we got uh, we finally mm. got people to start uh, supporting these podcasts, yeah. and then immediately dropped off the yeah, radar. Thought, Fuck those guys. That's that's not a good look, is it? No. But uh, I I am going to carry the can on this one. James had we dropped out of the habit of using the studio mm. uh, on a Monday. That's when we normally record these, and we kind of dropped out of the habit for various reasons, various very good reasons. Well, to be fair, it was when I went back to work. So you're carrying the can, but it's when I went back to work back in September last year, and I was finding it hard to commit to coming in twice a week. It's hard work. You're having to do buses. Yeah, no, buses are depressing. It takes takes forty five minutes on the bus to come. Yeah, on. it's not it's not good. And then, but basically, we did come up with solutions, and James was very good and came up with a couple of solutions. Yeah, uh, and uh, I didn't. I think each one seemed doable, but that there are. I had there were hurdles I had to jump over in my head. It's to very do them. very topical. With and the Olympics and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's deliberate. I'm very good at, at references to sport. And um, and so there were hurdles I had to jump over in my head, and I didn't realise that that's what I was doing. So even though we can now practically achieve Skype recordings, 
I'm still desperately uncomfortable doing them. You don't like them, do you? Don't like phone calls. Don't like. I them. just don't like phone calls at all. It's not my choice of no, nor me. thing. And so when I did unanswered, it was easier because I literally just had to mm. rock up and talk. Yeah. To uh, to Steve um, on that. I've been thinking about a couple of those episodes recently for various reasons. Do you know we covered the we covered the state of Europe mm. a couple of years ago? Yeah. Because apparently this has been flaring up on and off every couple of years. I thought, with my memory, mm. that literally Europe was only a problem recently. But no, apparently we've we've been racist to Europe for ages, us England. Yeah, we've only been having the wars with them for about the last thousand years. So. Yeah. I did not... I. I think I'd forgotten all about them. And there's actually dictionary documentary evidence that I knew about it at one point. Dictionary documentary but evidence. But I haven't, I haven't listened back to that podcast. It's possible that the whole thing is Steve going... So anyway, there's this situation in Europe and me going, mm. oh, yeah, I've never really been into the Eurovision Song Contest. Brilliant. It's probably all stuff like that. Mm. I doubt it. Unanswered was a very good podcast. That's a lot. A lot of that's down to the editing, and also uh, it, it's like lovely uh, recording. Um, it's lovely recording at your house, mm. but at the same time, there's a, a an element of uh, there's clearly an element of chaos mm-hmm. to the whole process of recording after I like filling it in after our kids have gone to bed and me having to drive across and stuff, which would be reasonable to a normal person, but unfortunately, I apparently have a problem with chaos. So the most reasonable solution that we could come up with is for me to cycle three miles after a day at work. In traffic. In traffic. In rush hour In rush traffic. hour traffic. That was the most, the simplest, fairest solution for me to drive through rush hour traffic for three miles. To I, I didn't say it's the fairest solution. <laughs> Actually, it was very nice. I came through the common. It was very pleasant. Well, it's just you do keep telling me how lovely it is. Yeah, no. Like every, every time you show up for the other one, I freaking love my bike. You're like, oh, I love it. It's lovely. I love mm. it. It's like a new lease on life. So, really deep down, mm. as much as I'm t- doing all of this explaining and taking mm. taking on all of the the um, the thing in the back of my mind, I'm thinking I've done a really nice thing for James. Yeah. It was nice. I'll tell you on Saturday, uh, Nick uh, Scarlett does uh, g- uh, gymnastics. Yeah, on a Saturday, she's been doing it now for two or three months. She loves it. Really good. Just got her first badge the other day. She was very proud. We haven't sewn it on anything yet. And I said to Nicola, it was a nice day. I said, he's down in Totten, which is about three or four, five miles away from from where we live. I said, I'll cycle down there and I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I beat them as well. Did you? Mm. Were they walking? No, yeah, horse and cart. Horse and cart? Yeah. See, rush hour traffic. Things are different up your end of town. I think <laughs> is that a, a a a a bottle of Buxton? Yeah, we um we took a bit longer over buying that, didn't we? Because they had what was it cent- seventy uh, centiliters cla for ninety five p for ninety p or seven hundred and fifty for ninety five p. Yeah. So I I, I said uh, amusingly three times, I'm getting more bang for my Buxton. Yeah, you did. You, you didn't laugh um, at any one of those. In my head, mm. I had uh, Buxton, Duke Buxton from some old Magic Roundabout film. Okay. Never occurred to me Adam Buxton. But, but the lady had to, um, she had to change tills and they just never cover, they it never like, cover it enough, do they? She it was said. like half a yard yeah. from one set of water to the other set of water, but yeah. we had to wait. Yeah. 
It's a lot of uh, different teal. Couldn't couldn't put it through the teal she was at. It had to be a different teal. Which feels like a metaphor for our times. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Really, it seems like what they're delivering. The plan was that they were going to deliver convenience to the mm. end user. Yeah, but actually, it's all the balls up. But it's interesting to know not enough investment in infrastructure. The Buxton gets much cheaper after after you've had seventy five. Uh, sorry, after you've had 50 centilitres, it gets yeah. much cheaper after that. I think that's because a lot of the money goes into the making the yeah. bottles and the means of the means of harvesting the water. Now, what was it? It must have been 50 centilitres. Yeah. Once, you, once you've covered the mining mm. of the water, yeah. then... It's dangerous work, water mining. It is. It's really yeah. dangerous. Because you could get trapped underground under rocks, yeah. but you could also drown. There's all sorts of stuff. I, I was listening to watching Neil deGrasse Tyson telling me all about rocks last night. Been watching um, Cosmos. Oh yeah, the Neil deGrasse Tyson remix of Alan Sagan. Carl, who's Alan Sagan? Oh, I don't know. His brother. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, it's really good. And he was talking about rocks and lead. Rocks and lead. L- lead isn't le- lead in a, in rocks. Lead is what um, uh, nuclear active uh, atoms turn into eventually. I learned a lot about this because a recent episode of uh, Jay and Miles Explain the X Men was okay. about the seminal but little reprinted uh, mini series mm. Havoc and Wolverine Meltdown, which had loads of Chernobyl research at the beginning. Yeah. So they had an actual uh, 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 nuclear physicist person on the show to explain the that side oh. of things so i feel like i can talk with some authority about this but i'm sure neil deGrasse tyson had it covered yeah he's got made radioactive half-lives down to it but it's quite interesting because he was talking about um like dating the age of things and um the man who first was able to come up with the age of the earth yeah um but he was also the same person who managed to work out the the lead in our bodies was due to the high levels of lead added to petrol. Oh. And he was the guy that eventually got the petrol industry to drop lead out of. But um, they're doing some really interesting studies at the moment in terms of um, levels, general levels of aggression and violence in society. Mm. And there's some thinking that that has dropped over the last 20 to 30 years in line with the drops in our background levels of lead in our our bodies oh due to the the lead in petrol so actually because lead will kill you and it will make you go mad and it makes you very violent and irrational so and i remember the 70s and 80s being quite you know football hooliganism and this that that sort of sort of mass um obviously it's just anecdotally on my part but that i seem scientific enough, I, I, <laughs> I perceive the world to be less violent than it was when we were when we were younger, Terms we were a lot like, scarier though when we were younger. But w- is that things. is that because there was a lot more mass violence? Aren't teenagers generally scared? No, teenagers aren't scared enough. No, that's the thing. But there was more mass violence, like you know, uh, football hooliganism, just like mass brawls on the street. People say drinking culture is still very violent. Sting and Phil Collins, they were still releasing music. But when regularly. I was a kid, there'd be like rolling brawls of forty or fifty people. I've got, I've, I've got to get that. Is that your right? That's my mum. Oh, OK. Is that all right? Yeah, I'll leave it recording. Yeah, no, that's fine. Hello. 
I'm okay. I'm I'm doing a podcast with Nick at the moment. Yeah. Hello. I I don't know. I'm not at home. I think she's. Have you heard from her? All right. No, she. Well, they've. No, no, no. They've gone out, so she might not have a signal. But just. Yes, okay, no problem. I will try and remember. Right then, Mum. Bye. Bye. That's fun. None of that was funny or interesting, so I'm going to cut all of it. Oh. Except, I mean, if you wanted it in there, you should have made it more funny or interesting. Oh, I thought the bit where she said, um, say, after seven o'clock, and I said, after seven o'clock. I'll leave that. <laughs> I'll leave that in. That was funny, you're right. Yeah. Although you just. Although you just said it, didn't you? Yeah. So there's probably no need to leave it in. No. I'll just... Is there anything else you want to pretend was in there? What you should do for, like, um, just have 30 seconds of the teacher from Peanuts. Well, wow, 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 wow. And pretend that that was my mum phoning. Well, because we need to get clearance from your mum anyway to use any of the audio of her talking on here. True, true. So we won't do that. No. It's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of paperwork to doing this properly. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the the one final thing about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. Never sure with his name. It feels like it should be there should be comedy in it, but there's too much. Yeah. So there's like both Tyson is in Mike Tyson, mm. but there's also Degrassi High. Yeah. And that's too much. So I I just normally just resort to to um to mocking how very serious he is. But he's not things. though. He's very um. He's lovely, with it? He's not one of these uh, pricks like um, Richard Dawkins. Or uh, or that northern one. Oh, don't. I like him. Who isn't the bloke off... Um, who Kez. Isn't, who isn't the bloke off Kez and uh, the Bourne movies. Aunt Kestrel's wonderful. <laughs> he makes me really sleepy and not in a good way. Why, why don't you play Spart better? I... That's Brian Cox being Brian Cox from Kez, by the way. I, I'm Mike um, Yarwood, and it would sound something like this. Have we ever murdered someone together and then had a code of silence where we'd got rid of the body and we... Not, not that we've spoken about in the pub before, no. Right, OK. I think I woke up the other day, and for ten minutes, yeah. um, the... That Amy was in the room and the boys were there, mm. and for ten minutes I had it in my head yeah. that I'd forgotten something. Oh yeah, no, we've all and, that. And the something I'd forgotten yeah. was that I'd not, and it wasn't like in cold mm. blood. Yeah, it was like a a, a self defence thing. Yeah, but then uh, I'd agreed with the other people, and the thing is, I'm I'm seventy percent certain. 80% certain because mm-hmm. my memory's really bad I feel like you wouldn't forget something like that but I'm 80% certain that what happened was I had some sort of dream or confused memory of a storyline in the most recent series of Orange is the New Black Okay, I think that's what I'm remembering mm. but there's that 15-20% of me mm. that wasn't ever going to mention it to anyone and certainly wasn't going to mention it on a podcast yeah. because I'm pretty like that that tiny little that tiny little percent actually ten or fifteen percent that's still quite a lot isn't it? 
it's slightly worried that this was something that I was never supposed to talk about, and now there are, there are friends of mine who are going to be. Well, if if you're a friend of Nick and you committed a murder with him at some point, just email him to jog his memory. I've I've had similar. I'm actually a little bit worried now. I've had similar dreams. Uh, the, the, I might the, cut that. The two, <laughs> the two, the two reoccurring ones for me were was the got away with a murder dream, uh-huh. and the uh, I forgot I'd learnt to drive. But you haven't learned to drive. No, exactly. Yeah, I, right, it was a okay. dream. So I'd wake up and I, oh, I can, oh. I suppose I've also never done the penis sex thing. What the thing? I was talking to you about it on a recent podcast where everywhere my fingers touched the person, penises sprouted. Oh yeah, I remember well. Yeah. Although actually thinking about it, I'm not sure if that was a dream or just a waking, just a thing. I thought a lucid fantasy. Yeah, it might have been. I do you know I, I don't know whether it's more ca- more scary that your conscious or subconscious mind comes up with that to be honest with you. I it's never been that big a problem that my memory doesn't work very well before now but that was properly weird. I still feel a bit weird that I've said it out loud. It's funny you you haven't murdered anyone Nick it was a dream. Okay. I mean, the fact that I can't remember who it was or who it was with. Yeah, I mean, that's clues. That's clues there. Although, as I think I've mentioned on there, I found out a few weeks ago that my dad had had a hypo in front of me and I'd forgotten about it. So, you know, it is possible. Yeah. It's the Orange is the New Black storyline. I've not watched it. I'm pretty sure it's the Orange is the New Black storyline. So, um, you've mentioned Scarlet. That's good. That's part of our remit. This uh, this podcast is called Two Grown Men. Mm. But um, initially, it was, it was started... Uh, th- really, the main reason was um, fear of forgetting those vital... Like, we're old. Yeah. We've had children relatively, not totally late in life, mm-hmm. uh, compared to a Donald Trump or someone like that. But, but late, late in late life in, in terms of nature. Yeah, and... Um, and and I don't have a great memory, so I was worried that there are all these uh, moments would be lost, like tears in the rain. Improv that. Yeah, if we didn't say say yes, I did just then. Mm. Uh, <laughs> if we if we didn't uh, uh, make some record of it, so I should really like my sons are good. We've had some good mornings. It's a bit weird. Uh, Noah is almost completely potty trained now except that sometimes at nap times he was really good for the first couple of weeks of Mm. his nap times so he didn't have a nappy on at nap times Mm -hmm. and he was really good at getting up and going onto the potty but we've had a few solid days of him just like having accidents in his sleep at nap time so it's unclear if it's in his sleep or he's woken up and just had a wee. Yeah, it happens. Before getting up. But it's like, he was so good for such a long time, mm. and I think that's it. Maybe he got a bit confident. Scarlet, Scarlet's six, and it's only in the last few months that she's gone without, uh, like, dry nights. Mm. So, do, you know, it's... Do you, do you keep the nappy until you're certain, or do um, you just wash the sheets every night? We had a couple of goes at it until, and, like, it was when there were three or four wet nights in a row... And it was becoming distressing for her. Then we went back to yeah. to pull-ups. Because at the end of the day, if her body isn't waking her up in the middle of the night, it's not waking her up. And I don't think she's waking and weeing herself. I just yeah. don't think her body's waking her to go to the loo. So now we're, we're, you know, she seems to be okay. So we haven't had any for some time now. We haven't even tried, le- like, overnights yet. Can you hear that? What? Yeah, it's your phone talking in your frigging pocket. That was my voicemail. Brilliant. We're having a lot of... I mean, we still do we have issues once a week. Yeah. Why are we having so many phone-related 
Because this is a more relaxed, laissez-faire sort of... Although it doesn't sound like it. I think it always sounds like We Have Issues probably sounds like the more laissez-faire... Of, but it's more structured. Yeah. Whereas this really isn't. I really hope I haven't actually, like, hadn't murdered someone. You're quite good at um, pocket dialing. I don't know how that happened. You pocket dial me a lot. I think there's a problem with a new phone. I mean, it's not a new phone anymore. I've had it a really long time. No, it's an old one now, really. Yeah. Well, it's not old until you're at least halfway through your contract and on the end, like the final straight. To yeah. But so, um, also, I don't know if we have we've had a chance to talk about it, but Noah's imagination has started working in such a way that he's not all the time, but relatively regularly at bedtimes at night. Mm. He's having a lot of. He's really preoccupied with spooky things, and. The main place this came out was a night when uh, I just made it home in time for bedtime. So I wasn't with the boys mm. downstairs and I went upstairs and I was wearing a T-shirt of mine that he'd seen loads of times. That it's got this uh, quite a cute design, but an almost Ghibli-esque creature. He's like big and, and blobby and sort of black and he's got this half. Mm. It's like a cute sort of skull face, but it's cute. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and there's a little boy, and basically, one. I think the, the, the monster has an ice cream cone. One of them has an ice cream cone, and they're both looking down because part of the ice cream cone's dropped on the floor, and he's never had a problem with it before. So I was wearing it that day, and I rushed up to um, to do his good night thing. And we were talking, and he just he kept like looking at my T-shirt and laughing and talking about the boy and saying, it made me jump, but laughing, and then talking about how it's it's not spooky... It's quite spooky, but it's not spooky, and just seeming confused, but in quite high spirits, but then refusing to go to, like, mm. let me leave and go to sleep. And so I, I don't wear it anymore, just in case. But now sometimes will be, something will have obviously worked on him mm. at some point, and it'll be bedtime, and we'll be there, and he'll start talking about, oh, just out of nowhere, he'll say, the, the, it's just... It's just uh, ice cream. It's just after an ice cream. It's not spooky. And he'll start talking about the T-shirt again, and he'll ask me where the T-shirt is, and he'll say, can I see it? And he'll ask to look at my T-shirt. Mm. And I'll show him that it's just a normal T-shirt. And he'll say, where's the other one? And I'll be like, it's just in the wash basket. It's fine. Mm. It's just a picture. But it's really weird because his brain's clearly – I mean, he's been at the point where he remembers stuff, like, just out of the blue a lot, you know, because yeah. their memories are – weirdly good at certain things yeah. aren't they mm-hmm. but that has clearly stuck with him and he never actually just comes out and says he's scared but he's really preoccupied at the point where you're going to be switching the light off and leaving him on his own it's odd isn't it Scarlett developed a very dark sensibility quite early on mm. she um around actually at Noah's age her favourite film was Daddy I'm a Zombie All right. which is a strange it was a Spanish animated film um, about a girl who essentially goes to the afterlife. Oh. Um, but the stuff that she can watch and just doesn't bother her at all, like um, the film of The Witches. Oh, yeah. Which I'm not sure if you've ever seen it. It's, it's creepy. Really, really scary, but she really happy. Lights off, watch it, no problems. Doesn't... She's got a really dark... It, it's like she's going to be a goth, because she's got an incredibly... She She likes the macabre. Very much. I mean, Noah's probably going to have to 
get a thicker skin about stuff like that because I'm really into that stuff. But it's and yeah, you just I forget. Was quite nervous like, about stuff like that. Like Nightmare Before Christmas stuffs all all over the place and mm. and and stuff like that. But it's yeah, that surprised me because mm. like we've there've been a few things like, and it's normally been. I've understood why it's happening. So we watched, um, we started watching the, one of the more recent Ghibli movies, the one that's about the uh, princess. The guy finds her in the bamboo. He's a bamboo farmer, and he finds this little baby in the. In that's the, not Princess Mononoke. Is no, it? Um, and it's really most of it's really cute, and she's just this little baby, but she grows really quickly. But then it gets to the point where he's trying to enforce. He wants the best for her. Yeah. But he assumes that the best for her is getting her a giant house Mm. and uh, providing this certain lifestyle for her and all she wants is to hang out with her friends. I mean, we got to a certain point where he said, we can't defy the the emperor, Um, and and he'll, like, kill us or something. And then she's screaming, well, then you'll just have to kill me. And it's really heartfelt. And I was like, and that's two-thirds of the way into the film. Mm -hmm. Luckily, he wasn't that bothered about the film anyway. Mm. Um, But... Amy and I looked at each other when he started talking, when she started screaming that, and I was like, yeah, maybe uh, maybe this is a step too far. Most of the Ghibli films have something like that in them. Yeah, the, the Ghibli films are pretty dark. But it was like we watched a lot of Steven Universes, and I thought it was going to be okay, and I might have talked about this before. There's a, But there's one particular episode that seems really ridiculous when you mm-hmm. um, describe it, where Steven's working out how to transform and he manages to make his finger tip a kitten okay. and it's really, really cute. But then he ends up making all of his fingers kittens and that's still really cute. But they all start being independent of each other in right. of their own personalities. And then at one point his whole body... And Noah was fine with that as long as Steven was fine with it. But then there's a point where Steven's whole body is transforming into kittens that are just fighting with each other. And Steven's clearly distressed. And Noah just kept looking around at me. And I was like, tell you what, we won't watch the rest of this. <coughs> Sympathy. Um, yeah. uh, Scarlet, like I say, can watch some stuff that I consider to be quite creepy and scary. And know what, like sort of stuff I wouldn't have wanted to watch just before bedtime when I was a kid. But if she sees a child or baby in distress, hmm. in genuine, she freaks out. She can't handle it. There's, I think I, I recounted this before. There's um, the film Nativity Two, mm-hmm. and the the kids are going to sing in a contest, and their idiotic teachers get them lost, and they're in a wood, and the baby goes missing. There's a baby with them, of course. And the baby goes missing. And Scarlett, every single time, to the point where she was watching it obsessively. But we knew when that point had start, when that point came, because she'd start crying. We'd hear her crying. It's really odd. But yeah. she's kind of through it. I mean, I remember she wanted to... We all, we had a bit of a running joke that, like, um, she always wanted to leave at the end of a, the second act of any movie. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the point where things are at their lowest and everything looks lost... And she can't handle it, and she wants to. I remember Inside Out. She wanted to leave, um, just before the final act of Inside Out, when like Bing Bong gets lost, and but it's all they're all. It gets happy. Yeah, but she obviously she doesn't understand. She's that. the anti Phoebe. Well, she has. She uh, she understands it now because she's watched enough movies. God, she likes movies. That kid. She's the anti Phoebe though. Phoebe from Friends. Mm. Um, her parents apparently. Her mother used to. Uh, 
show her edited versions of films. So her oh, version yeah. of Bambi. An old yeller. Yeah, the one that never got shot and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, yeah. the uh, Thinking of Friends, one thing I realised the other day, because I've managed thus far to avoid... I, I can't help a little bit of it, but um, because some of the characters are so interesting, but I try to avoid getting too worked up about American politics because as scary as it all is, <laughs> yeah, like I don't really understand a lot of the ins and outs of the actual political race, and it still. But anyway, so I actually saw my first um, video of Trump talking for an extended period because I'd managed to avoid clicking on any of those links so far. Okay. I think what happened was there were some quotes and I thought that can't be I need to see him actually saying that because I don't really believe what I've realised is that he's basically a a less benign less likeable version of Chandler Bing his delivery is so much like Matthew Perry it is unbelievable and Mm. once you're aware of that um, you know I'm sure Matthew Perry has more scope in him than to play basically that same character. But that's the character he played in Studio 60, and it's also the character he played in Friends. So his delivery is almost exactly the same. And once you've got that in your head, it's almost possible to forget what Trump is. Uh, So I recommend that. Try that. um, Matthew Perry uh, He's just um, fodder for clickbait headlines now, I noticed. Maybe, I guess I have. I'm sure there was one that says 10 celebrities that you wouldn't believe how much they've let themselves go. And there was a picture of um, Matthew Perry that looks twenty years older than he did. But he, when he was in Friends, was tw- is twenty years older. Yeah, and the other thing is, he got like he had real major problems with uh, addiction. Yeah. yeah, immediately after Friends. Yeah. So he already he's already been through one yeah. round of that. We can leave him alone. Well, not if you're not if you're a clickbait headline writer, you can't. Um, the other thing. Uh, uh, that is that Max has started singing, which is lovely. Aww. He clearly, because we don't watch Frozen very much anymore in the house, um, Noah normally has control of the TV and he just wants to watch Dip Dap and Paw Patrol Oh, yeah, Paw, Paw Patrol's very popular in our house still. Um, and um, so, but I think, I guess one of the children that Childminders is obsessed with, uh, Let It Go, and... So Max just quite often just sings it, but he doesn't quite, he can't quite enunciate words or anything yet. So I only pieced it together from, I was like, what is that? He's, that's familiar, what those noises he's making in sequence. And it was clearly a bit of Let It Go. And there are whole chunks of that song that are recognizably, that he's recognizably singing. We've ended up having lots of sing songs in our house. And what's quite weird is, and now sometimes Noah joins in, which is good. Um, is what? that part of the Now series? Yes. Um, and Max is much more of a mimic than Noah was as well, so he'll quite often just mimic stuff that Noah's saying. Uh, and Noah has taken to translating for Max, even though we're not entirely convinced <laughs> that he's always getting it right. Um, but what's interesting is Noah's speak- uh, Max's speaking voice has always been much deeper than Noah's, oh. which we find quite funny, because his, lo- his laugh and everything... Are just much more bassy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, which has always been quite funny because he's a bit of a <coughs> he's a bit of a bruiser by comparison as well. Uh, but his singing voice is like a mogwai. It's so Aww. pretty. It's really really nice. Um, we were talking about coping strategies for dealing with Trump, mm-hmm. and 
I've I've got I realize that this is something I've apparently always done a little bit but it used to stress me out you know when you're having a, a because I quite often argue with people online no. but normally they're just if they're random people who've ended up somehow on my timeline or whatever I can just I don't care and I can just carry that on for ages and don't feel like I've really lost anything mm. although it might look like lunacy to other people but if it's people I actually like, and this happens more often on Facebook than it does on Twitter because of the ability to, like, get really into an argument, I've been very aware that if it's someone I care about and they've upset and they've frustrated me, quite often what I'll do is I'll – they'll get me to the point where I'm just not even trying to be tactful about what I'm saying anymore and people might argue that I'm not that tactful to begin with but like I'll get to a point where I'll say well okay for example with the um, with any discussions of the situation in America at, at the moment at some point at some point you end up if you're me you end up realizing that okay dancing around the fact that you think that white privilege might have something to do with what people's positions are on this like you 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 realize that talking in the third like talking about talking about some people who aren't part of this conversation right now doesn't work so i'll so you, you'll end up getting to the point where you go well this person isn't really talking to me in good faith they're not really responding to what i'm saying anyway so i might as well just say what i'm actually thinking like without trying to pass it through at all so i'll do that and then i'll think well, I stand by what I wrote, but actually I'm quite worried about how they're going to react now because I don't know how I'm going to – I don't want to get furious with the person or upset that I've, like, offended someone I care about, although that's less of a worry than me losing my temper with them. Yeah. So I'll just avoid Facebook for a little while. and But up until this point, up until about a week or so ago, I used to really beat myself up about that, that, like um, – I'd feel silly that I'm hiding from responses from that person or I'd uh, feel like there was something socially unfair that I had said this final thing and I wasn't going to allow them any right to reply or anything like that. Um, And in the last week... I it happened with someone and I was like do you know actually it's fine it's fine that I do this I don't I don't actually people do this to me all the people have done this to me all the time in mm-hmm. real life and on and online and like I think it's pretty clear that like okay I'm allowing myself the last word yeah in my experience but if they're going to insist on having the last word after that that's fine they can respond I don't need to read it. They'll, they're still going to have had the last yeah. word as far as they're concerned. You don't owe anyone a reply, especially if you're not entirely convinced they're listening to what you're saying. And I felt a lot better about it. Good. Um, I'm not convinced that that's going to be the case next week if it happens again with someone. Um, Who? Would you like I to name know. that person? No, I'm not going to because it's been various people. And the thing about it is... Was it, uh, was it a man or a woman? Uh, it was a man. It's nearly oh, always, it's a man. always a man. Yeah. Um, and Bet the he thing was is, white as well, wasn't he? Yeah, but they aren't always. The thing. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, that it doesn't matter anyway. Like the thing I've worked out is, 
I feel like the things that people are saying to me mm. are sometimes so personal or so, like, especially when it's about film, when you're saying, well, I understand why people didn't like it and I see that there are flaws, but I did like mm -hmm. it. And then they say, well, blah, this is blah, blah. And you get to the point where you say, well, but you know I'm not an idiot, so maybe just accept that you don't need to keep repeating your point and that there might be something mm -hmm. in this. That, and then they keep doing it to me. I feel like, well, this is just this has got personal in it. There was no need for it to be personal because it's just about a film, but it's got personal. And then the person will just will just talk to you normally about something else anyway. You'll post a cat gif or something, and they'll go, ha ha, that's funny. Yeah. And it's like the most bitter arguments I've had with mm. people where I thought there is no way they're going to talk to me after this. No, it's when it's getting to the point where uh, I, I know what you mean. I've had situations similar believe it or not mm. and it, it's it's it, two emotions i find the the one is um relief that they're still speaking to you but the second one the stronger emotion is why aren't you as fucking wound up about this as i am funnily enough i don't tend to feel relief i just i'm just i find it a kind of odd and then mm. typical quite quickly i'm like well of course it didn't mean as much yeah, because the thing I, I understand. I understand why that's the difference in our characters. Yeah. That like because I I've, I find it perfectly plausible that that people are just seeking uh, reasons not yeah. to like me. The, I get a bit of that, mm. and and there is there is relief that that conversation doesn't have to ha carry on. Mm. The initial conversation doesn't have to carry on, but like um, it. I don't it's very confusing and I think part of it is that I don't understand small talk and I don't understand to what extent small yeah. talk can go. Yeah. If I sound angry about something or if I sound passionate about something mm -hmm. it's because I actually care enough about mm -hmm. that something that like I wouldn't tend to be horrible to someone unless I thought those things. Yeah. Most of the time. That's why we've talked about it before. I don't really understand banter because when I'm when when you get into a thing with someone, except when I call you a fucking idiot, because that's different. That's just like foreplay. Yes, I didn't. I I, I realised we strayed into territory stuff that we've actually talked about recently about us. Well, actually, no. It, it's funny. Like the idiot thing is, there's times I'll get really defensive and really upset about it being a role that I play, especially on we have issues. Sometimes here as well. But it's something, when I'm being honest with myself, it's a place I'm really comfortable being. Mm. So, But there, there's days when, I'm, when I've got my super sensitive hat on, then there are days when I hate it. Yeah. But those are far fewer than the ones where I enjoy, enjoy it, because I think it's funny. I just, and I think that's why I, I allow myself that valve. Mm. Because we've clearly, humans clearly have this instinct mm -hmm. for that sort of thing but I just don't especially with films which seem really trivial but as, with politics as well yeah. it always surprises me the capacity to which people are willing to say to just completely dismiss your point of view as if you're stupid when they know that you aren't they might they might think you're missing I understand why someone might think someone was misinformed mm. but like when they when people make an argument in a way that suggests that the person they're talking to is just a fucking idiot, the fact that people can do that without even thinking twice. Well, we live we live in a society 
where um, your taste defines who you are. Apparently, yeah. And so when you don't share the same taste as someone else, then you're wrong, and you're someone to be berated because you don't share the same tastes, therefore the same values, the same life outlook as them. So, see, I don't like Guardians of the Galaxy, the film. Mm. What sort of monster does that make me? I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't sit. I've tried three times now to sit through it, and I get bored. Maybe you just don't get it. I like the comic an awful lot. <laughs> There's um, it's films, man. I have trouble with certain films. I like. I like to learn something from a film these days, unless it's Star Wars. And the lesson I take from Star Wars films is I learn that I love Star Wars. There's a really, uh, really common thing, and I know I, I definitely fall foul of this but it is something i discussed directly with amy as well about this ability to throw like so when i talk about the tv that amy likes to watch that i get stuck in the room watching i'll criticize the tv Mm. but i'll never say why would the fuck would anyone watch that or i try not Mm. to because i'm like well obviously people have their reasons maybe they don't need the same stuff from entertainment that i do Mm. But it seems like a really simple place for people to go, especially talking about their partners, especially men talking about their partners at home. Like um, a really, really nice colleague of mine quite often says, I don't understand why anyone would watch such and such and such. Well, anyone would watch The Only Way is Essex or whatever one of those fucking shows is. Um, And... He'll he'll go as far as saying, I mean, it's just stupid. Only I suppose only stupid people watch it, and it's like, well, come on. I know you don't feel, and I'll say, well, maybe they just don't require the same things from TV that you do. And fair play to him, he'll quite often he'll respond to that by saying, yeah, I suppose I like to learn something and to hmm. be into like, and to actually entertained rather yeah. than he doesn't just watch TV to switch off. The way a lot of people who watch that sort of thing. Well, it's like my wife likes to watch uh, like twenty four hours in A and E and stuff because, mm. like, apparently, what she needs from television is to feel sorry for old Doris's. Uh, Amy really likes reading uh, horrible stories in horrible stories that happen to people in newspapers. There you go. And what and watch programs like, and she'll come home and tell from her friend's house, from our friend's house, and she'll tell me about the horrible TV they watch, and it's like. Why do you, it sounds stressful? Why do you watch? Yeah, no, I find um, I don't get it either because it puts me on edge. But like, when someone is telling you, I mean, only stupid people must watch that, and you know that they love their partner and they don't think their partner yeah. is stupid. But they've also said in the same breath that that person, that their partner is one of the people who watches it, and it's yeah. like there's a discord there that we're so comfortable with when it comes to tastes. He's in My Little Pony. I love him discord yeah and um you know in that particular case i said i mean obviously she's got questionable taste in some cases and everyone laughed because my social camouflage is really good after all this time do you know i think i like my little pony more than i like gardens of the galaxy gardens of the galaxy gardens of the galaxy if it was called if it was gardens of the galaxy you'd fucking love it though i would do yeah it'd be presented by uh that um joe fella from gardens world Gardens. That's the that's the episode time. Gardens of the Galaxy. Good. Right. So it's almost like Scarlet Nicola. Uh, Scarlet was really ill Saturday mm. night. Just started vomiting at about one o'clock in the morning. Oh no, that's not good. So um, uh, she and Scarlet, sorry, Nikki and Scarlet spent most of the night up 
watching the Olympics, actually. It sounds like they had a really lovely night watching the Olympics until four or five o'clock in the morning together because Scarlett kept throwing up. As a result, Nicola and Scarlett were asleep for most of the day. Sunday. Sunday, yesterday. Oh, so Were they in the room with the computer? Yeah. So they're in the bedroom. So I uh, spent much of the day <laughs> taking advantage and um, smoking things. and Just anything you found around the house? No, dope. And um, I feel really odd today as a result because I kind of went for it. It does, I must say, I don't often do it during the day, but it's just this weird decadent feeling around three o'clock, this weird wave of decadent guilt. We had a similar thing yesterday, actually. I can boozing. relate to that a little bit. Boozing? Well, no, kind of. Right, so the way it normally works in this country yeah. is the weather like goes all sunny for a bit and you get really excited too early yeah. and you decide to have a barbecue. Yeah. And this is like not a birthday party barbecue like your one, which was lovely, but like you like an impromptu barbecue you get your friends round and so a friend's Ockin normally what happens is a friend's Ockin Matt will come over and you'll always jump the I lo- gun I love that we both have uh, default friend because we, we spend a lot of time together we do spend time together but it's mostly podcasting and stuff yeah. like that I love the way that we both have default friends who I didn't come need to say Ockin Matt did I no but they didn't just do like it when year. I say about having friends over to mine I don't need to say Jane and Steve no um but we didn't do it this year. What always happens is the sun comes out. You think, oh, it's going to be nice this weekend. Yeah. You have your your first barbecue. Yeah. And your first barbecue is always a waste of fucking time. And you manage to get two burgers out of it. What I didn't realize is that bar- – and maybe you don't even bother with the pims because there isn't time. Right? He's jabbing his pen at me. Blister. That barbecue – because we're running short of time. Um, oh. That barbecue, I didn't realize before, that's to prepare you. Yeah. For the later barbecue. So what happened yesterday was it was really sunny at the weekend. It wasn't as sunny yesterday. We had a proper barbecue mm. with like I marinated some chicken and we like had that and we had burgers and we had these little chorizo things mm. and we had sausages and there was loads of like Pringles and, and, and onion rings, those really nice ones. They're really cheap. You know, macro, you get six Pringles for one ninety nine. That's that's not six Pringles Chips. isn't going to be enough. All oh, right. Chips. Okay. That's that's different. Um, and then there was lots of pims, and it didn't seem like it was excessive. Yeah. Because that's how big your barbecues normally are once yeah. you've got your steam up. But no, we all felt really weird in the afternoon. You don't. That was too much oh, meat. Right. And it was all yeah. cooked properly. Yeah. But it's just too much meat. Yeah. Too much. It's too much. So you're probably feeling about the same I was around three, four o'clock yeah, yesterday like afternoon. Yeah. Um, this is two grown men. Uh, you can talk to us. I might as well do the admin now. It's a bit yeah. weird in the like towards the end of the episode, but um, how close are we? Because psychologically, I'm 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 ending it now. In a minute, there's more to come. There's a couple of things, right? So is uh, is Superman coming in? No, Supergirl. So it's full to uh, to GM Pod on Twitter. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, yeah. you can leave uh, any comments on the episode on. Um, God, what's it even? TwoGrownMen.net. Each episode has full show notes. You can mm. find all of the past episodes for free there. You can talk to us on Twitter, as I said, 2GMPod for the actual podcast, or James is on Twitter at... Uh, James M-O-M-B. And I'm on Twitter at N-I-X-S-I-G-H-T. There is a 2 Grown Men page on... Well, it just sounds to me, I, you do that and the Mickey Mouse theme starts playing in my head. Okay, good. Uh, we call him uh, Squeaky Mouse in our house apparently now. Brilliant. 
No, he's never seen. He's only ever seen him peripherally on other Disney things. He's never actually seen mm. Squeaky Mouse himself in anything. But did I tell you that Scarlet? I told you the name Scarlet gave my bike. It's really stuck. What is it? Lady Score a Goal. I like that. Yep, it's, it's really a bit stuck. Weird. Um, and so we've got a page on Facebook. You can also subscribe to us at your podcatcher of choice and pick up weekly episodes. Uh, if we start doing them weekly again <laughs> if you want to support us beyond sharing us with people and being nice to us online you can do that at uh, patreon.com forward slash TOTP um, that supports this podcast and uh, we have issues which is the other podcast that we do which is about comics um, you can contribute as much as you want monthly to that but if you contribute more than two dollars a month you will get there's an extra podcast thing uh monthly podcast thing we still that james don't have does. a name, proper name for it no that james does with scarlet which is probably better than most of the other things we do but always so, bang on 15 minutes yeah. so um it is that's and her not, tolerance and not because i she is a blint she's every yeah. single time yeah i'm gonna try and talk to her over the next few days because she's been to see a few movies okay do that yeah that would be good okay um i uh, one thing I can definitely say, mm. I can make this judgment uh, quite um, de- pretty much definitively, at least as far as um, at least as far as profi- professional official people have said that, um, including you in this, James. Okay, and probably all but about one of the people listening. So most of the people mm. listening to this, I am definitely categorically less autistic than any of you have potential to be that's a fact that is a thing i have a piece of paper saying i am not even noticeably on the autism spectrum really yeah it's a bit weird because since uh since i i uh, we've not got enough time to talk about it this week we'll hopefully talk about it soon though um and i still haven't collected all of my thoughts about it but i um actually asked to have an autism evaluation just to try and work out some stuff Good. And um, after going through the whole process, all of the objective measures, like all of the grading scales and stuff, have me mm. as quite high and quite low in places where you'd expect. But all of the anecdotal stuff, the the interview stuff, suggests that, no, I'm actually as close to whatever neurotypical is when it comes to the autism spectrum that there is. So... Fuck a duck. I'm not autistic. Mm. I'm just an asshole. That's what I'm left with. Oh, fuck. I'm just sometimes a bit of an asshole. So, um, clinically, clinically an asshole. <laughs> clinically an asshole. Yep, there is literally That's no the excuse. title, mate. The irony, though, yeah. is mm-hmm. that since getting that, yeah, I felt more of all of the things that made me. Since getting want- that, you've developed a brain man abilities. No, since but since getting the diagnosis, yeah, I have felt more all of the ways that made me think I might be high on the autism spectrum than I did before like I'm fiercely categorising every experience at the moment in a way are you forcing yourself to be autistic seeing if you can force it so it's possible that oh I've done an autistic it's possible that what's actually what's actually wrong with me and I don't think of it as wrong actually Mm. because these are all just scales and and spectrums that that everyone's on at some point Um, that should be the uh, sequel to Love Actually but I think I might be uh, my problem might be that psychologically I am very um, hypochondriac you're looking for answers Nick 
Yeah, but you in a hypochondriac some, way. Yeah, but you know that some... Yeah, almost obsessive. Yeah, got, almost obsessive. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's... I've got a, uh, I've got a question to pose for another uh, episode. Uh-huh. Has a film ever done a condition as much disservice as Rain Man did to autism? As just cinema and TV does to autism in general. Yeah. But, yeah, but I think, Rain Man in particular. No, Rain Man in particular is pretty. Is, is yeah, is. I mean, maybe it's probably accurate. We know people who could tell us that it's accurate to some people's experiences, but that is pretty much what people picture mm. all the time. Um, there wasn't a question for now. Stop trying to answer it. No, I know. Stop it. Um, I'm just trying to remember something that happened the other day. Let me see. It'll come to me, and I'll cut it so that it sounds like it did. did. Like it came to you in a flash. Although I don't think he's coming in the flash this fall. I think it's just Supergirl. Which kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Are We're, they cousins? I mean, they're I mean they're only tangentially related, aren't they? Who? Superman? Superman and Supergirl. They are cousins. Yeah, but I mean, like, how far removed? Uh, no, I think just once. To I think be fair. Their mums are sisters or something. I think when your planet's been blown up, it's okay to fuck your sister. Do you think that? No. Your cousin... Wow. I think, I think we know where you stand on Paging this. Paging Dr. Freud. We were uh, having... Well, well, the sister that I never knew is dead, mate, so I'm, there's no way I'm going to be having sex with her. Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> we, uh, we were uh, at... Um, we were having um, lunch with someone, and they were talking about uh, how they had this uh, student who, like, quite a young... Yeah. Uh, young pupils... And, <laughs> young pupils. Ressa um, was quite old, but she'd had an eye transplant. Oh, God, shut up. Maybe this is why we don't do this. I've, I've gone giddy, Nick, and there's no putting the lid back on it. I'm sorry. But, um, that, that we were that, uh, that they were thinking that the child had ADHD. Um, a, young, a young student, yeah, as young in, student. like, not a school. Like a child. Oh, yeah, yeah. a school-age student. Yeah, inf- uh, infant juniors, I think. Why, why are they taking in children? What? No, it's it, the, the person we're talking to is a school teacher, like a school teacher. When she has her children stay around. Oh my fucking Christ! It's just like someone was talking about a child, and they were saying that the um, the diagnosis that they were referred to re- referred to the organisation that that uh, looks in looks into because they've got a they've got a service that if there's a child that they think has some sort of um, Le- learning uh, difficulties or anything like that that they'll refer yeah. them to this other service and they'll right. do an evaluation and stuff okay. and they thought the child had ADHD mm. what they said was that actually no um, the child is uh, what they what they think is going on is and not the parenting isn't bad mm. but there's clearly something has gone awry there and the child is just um, is it cocaine hyper um, not hyper present just if you can't help <laughs> They're like um, hyper aware of what's going on with the other okay. kids to the, cent- to the extent oh, right. that it's yeah, um, yeah. like really. And there's a word for it, and I can't remember what it. So o- over empathetic, right? Hyper vigilant, hyper vigilance. Okay, and that's what the child's problem was. They think is the child is ah. hyper vigilant of everything that's going on in the room. Ooh. And the the person was talking about this, mm. and I I must have I must have done this thing where I kind of went. Like a light bulb was going mm. off in my head. And I went to turn to Amy, who was sitting next to me facing the other person, and she just looked around at me and said, you're not hypervigilant. 
<laughs> Brilliant. So I'm a person's. I'm a person searching for a diagnosis. I totally know where you're coming from there. Uh, the problem is though, when you get one, you don't always like it. No, and oh, not just depression. Fucking hell. I did. I want one of the more glamorous ones. I don't know if you listened to any of the episodes I did in your absence. No. But there's one where that's basically what I said the whole way through. The whole thing was a one-man show Mm. about how I don't want a boring depression diagnosis. I was like, that's all right for James. Yeah. It's fine for James. Yeah, because he's, well, to be fair, I've got anxiety too. Yay, the two boring ones, and that's the fucking problem, isn't it? Not only are they difficult to talk about, when you do talk about it, they're the boring ones. Oh, yeah, I get a bit depressed sometimes. Fucking hell. Have you tried cheering up? Uh, apparently I'm not a narcissist. <laughs> who was this quack who saw you? Uh, no, no one's actually evaluated me for narcissism. Oh, really? I haven't looked into that. I uh, I don't respect their opinions enough to... I'm too, I'm too busy looking at myself with my dick tucked to my legs in the mirror. Um, I've no idea what that's about. I think it's time for us to go-go. Probably, yeah. I've gone delirious. Hypervigilant, that's the word. Hyperbolic. Right. Thank you, listener. How comes it's hyperbole, but hyperbolic? Shouldn't it be hyperbolic? I don't know. Are there any linguists in the house? Any of them clever ones? (sighs) Slightly sneaky, maybe. Yeah. I think think we need to go. Uh, Thank you, James. It's been a delight. Thank you, reader. Thank you. Uh, no, we can't say reader because there's another podcast. That's the whole thing. What? Regular features. It's a brilliant podca- podcast, right. but they refer to their, their listeners as readers. We Fucking can't say assholes. that. assholes. I've never heard it. I didn't know that. You've got to listen to it. It's really good. So, Is it possible to have an original thought when... One of them's listened to us. He said we're really nice. Oh, shit. He said, um, I, um, it, it, I said, oh, it probably sounds like I'm, um, I'm... Uh, exploiting uh, my friend's mental illness and he said no it sounds like a friend caring about another friend it's really really nice and I was like yes my uh, social camouflage is excellent brilliant oh um, that that we'll talk about we'll talk about all of this more yeah. later okay bye 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 <laughs>